you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. really stops mm-hmm. for those who work in the NFL. Never. That's just the way we Nunca. like it. Welcome into the El Huddle podcast. I'm MJF Costa Ruiz con mi primo hermano, Will Selva, yeah. as always. It feels like Super Bowl was a year ago, and yet it really wasn't. <laughs> well, it you really know, pa- part, part of the reason why is because of the extra game. And so yeah. because as a result, there's that short amount of time mm-hmm. between the Super Bowl and the scouting combine right. where it doesn't feel like we're getting much of a breather no. and we're getting right into it. Right to it. Right um, to it. Yes. Th- this, um, <laughs> I-, I don't know if you had a chance to, to watch it. Uh, follow me if you can, but I watched Shogun. Shogun. Yes. That is this new series that's on FX and Hulu okay. and watch the first two episodes. It's very much like game of Thrones esque. Say more. Where it's vi- very, uh, uh, picturesque, amazing tension. The Ooh. acting's unbelievable. Cinematography top notch, and I feel like we are in this Shogun phase of the NFL, where you have all these teams that are trying to gain their alliances with these various players and trying oh, to I'm figure out their strategy. Him. Now, here's the thing that I will Hold tell on. you. Like about ten percent of it is is in English, so you'll be doing a lot of reading, oh, and man. and so you got to pay attention. But I tell you, it is what's worth the, it. What's the other ninety percent? Uh, well, it's if you, Japanese, so ah, yes, okay, so, I didn't know the origin story. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, it was very very impressive, and so it feels like we're kind of in this uh, mode right now where these NFL teams are trying to gain these alliances with these players and some of these players are trying to figure out what's best for them Mm -hmm. and as we know some of these players aren't going to be showcasing their skills like a marvin harrison jr we know he's the best wide receiver in this draft he's going without an agent that's Mm -hmm. how he's doing it but Jaden daniels and caleb williams are deciding to show up but they're going to showcase their skills during the pro day And it just is so fascinating to see the information that is purposely leaked and the stuff that's accidentally leaked sure. out there. I don't think anything is accidental. Right? I'm a conspiracy theorist in that sense. Um, all of it's intentional. All of it's intentional. Yeah. All of it is intentional. Trying to drum up some sort of interest. It's, it's Game of yeah. Thrones. No question. Yeah. Or, there you or, go. Or see? Shogun in this, yeah. in this instance. But you're right. I, I was able to pop into the Combine very briefly, 24 hours. Um, by design, 
And it's just cool. Like the energy, the energy is on another level, mm-hmm. right? Because it does feel like the start of a brand new season, which our producer Randy cringed about. I get it, Randy. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I get it. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, it's we here. Just, we're still recovering it's from here, the Randy. Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> but like for for these prospects, um, it very, very much is, I don't want to say the beginning because they've been training for this their entire lives mm-hmm. and certainly in the collegiate portion of their of their careers too but this is the first big um like touch point for them that they're like oh crap all right now the gms are here now the coaches are here ownership is here the commissioner is here for god's sakes like mm-hmm. this is the real real moment i think as i i speak to some of them um where it's like their oh crap moment all right, it's happening. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so it, it it's just really cool to feel the energy, um, and to see folks excited about like the future of the league and like mm-hmm. the new guys that are coming in. Um, so it's cool. Yeah, I I always like though delving into the big white binder that we get. Oh my research. god, the research binder and some yes. of the names like Storm Duck. The like, best. That's the all. Best thing that's is my the names. favorite one yes. so far. Yes, and then also there's like the pronunciation guide, right? Yes, which is very, very important, and we always butcher it. So apologies yes. in advance to yes. all the prospects with wonderful names that we cannot get right. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> we're just gonna like, tell you now. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. In advance, we'll eventually get. We'll there. get it. Remember yeah. Tua? Oh my God. Yeah, a lot of people. We got it now. Find. Yeah, Tua Tagovailoa. We, we right. have down. Now it just rolls off the tongue, but at first. At, we were just calling him Tua. Yeah. We're like, oh, and no. Tua's great. Tua's, yeah, Tua's good. So much easier to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you you bring up Tua, and Tua's now been in the league for a little bit. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins' name has popped up. What's mm-hmm. he going to do? Mm-hmm. There's a video mm-hmm. that surfaced of him working, working out. out. Tennis courts, after, right? Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. on a tennis court, they're working out his, his Achilles. It's just amazing yeah. how modern medicine works mm-hmm. where these guys now have an Achilles injury or torn ACL and the recovery time is so much shorter than what it used to be. Right. And so you hear about his future. Then you're hearing about Russell Wilson and what the Broncos are going to do. And it mm-hmm. sounds like Sean Payton is done with Russell Wilson so, oh based God. on what he had said. The drama never stops. It doesn't. It All doesn't. I know is Russell was at the SAG Awards with Sierra who was looking Fantastic. Yes. Post baby. I know that's right. Um, he looks great. He was in a tux. Just like he wears it well. Fixing her dress on the red carpet as he should. He looks very unbothered. He he is my point. He was very he was, unbothered. He didn't seem like he was unbothered, but he does speak kind of like through both sides of it, where it's like oh, he yeah. wants to be, or he says that he wants to be with the Broncos and win Super Bowls, but also on the other end, it's like, hey, you know, I'll do it for the veteran minimum if I have to. Hmm. And so it just feels like Sean Payton inherited him. And it sounds like. And that's in, always a dicey. That's dynamic. always dicey, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're married to this guy right. for better, or for worse, or you it's say an arranged like, marriage. it's a, absolutely an arranged marriage. So mm-hmm. uh, so hearing some of those names like Russell Wilson and and Kirk Cousins, those are names that are surfacing. But then you know, the quarterbacks that are coming out in this class. This is a loaded, loaded class. And we haven't had a loaded, loaded QB class. No, no. So this feels, this feels fun to me. Like Drake may, I want to see him work out. Um, We had Brian Hoyer on good morning football filling in. And he thought that uh, Drake may reminded him of, Josh Allen, the way that he throws wow. the ball and how impressive he looks on film. And Josh Allen now. Josh, Josh Allen now. Josh Allen now. Because right. we were coming out of uh, Wyoming, yeah. you know, there was still some concern mm-hmm. about the upside Correct. and what he could bring, yep. but, yep. you know, worth the risk. And he ended up working out right. and developing into the Josh Allen that, that we know. But then how about a guy like Michael Penix Jr.? There's a lot of concern over mm-hmm. his health. Yeah. You know, and which his is always niece. the main priority, right? Like how healthy are these guys? How mm-hmm. how beat up did they get in college? Yeah. Are they gonna be fresh? But like that also happened I, just to use a reference point of Tua, who was coming into the league with that tremendous yeah, coming hip. off of that hip. Yeah. Um, and that took a beat, right? Um, to really get there. So I think the development part of it, the patience part of it, not everyone's going to be a CJ Stroud who came in and did unbelievable things um in his rookie season, not just for himself but for the team mm-hmm. um, with a new head coach in that as well. So I think it's it's always like the tempering the expectations. Uh, Jalen Hurts, same thing, right? That's right. In yeah. So 
Um, it's always interesting because I think we see so much more of these guys now with social media, with the NIL deals that they're having. They're so visible that we automatically assume or expect that they're that's just going to translate apples to apples into the NFL. And that's mm -hmm. just not how it works 99% of the time. Right, so. right. And for, for a lot of these guys, too, they have to adjust to certain systems, mm -hmm. certain schemes, no verbiage, yeah. all that. The playbooks and are then, much bigger now. Yeah, a lot a <laughs> lot thicker, a lot like those research binders. For binders <laughs> that we get, right? Um, yeah. It's like you can bench press one of those puppies. Truly. I mean, those things are, are massive. But a guy like, say, Bo Nix, really right. talented player at Oregon, you know, put up crazy, uh, ungodly numbers. Like, what team's going to take him? How high is he yeah. going to go? And there's so many quarterback needy teams. That's MJ the other as well. part. That's what makes it so intriguing. Like, Atlanta, they've mm -hmm. said it. All options are on the table, yeah. you know, of, of who they're looking at. Uh, we mentioned the the Broncos, obviously, the Patriots. Yes. The Commanders yes. who sit there at number two. Mm -hmm. They have Adam Peters, who worked with the 49ers for several years. Yeah. And they have Cliff Kingsbury, who worked with Caleb Williams at USC. Is he going to convince yeah. them to then trade up? Because I think that number one spot situation is going to be. I love very it though. I love it though. That's what makes it so yeah. so great. That's yeah. what makes this. And we'll have seven thousand such... theories before it actually happens, or they just oh, keep, for sure. or they just keep it. Um, oh, at for the sure. End of it. Um, but we're, I we're excited because there's also in the midst of all of this free agency <laughs> right oh <laughs> so by the way we don't sleep we're not joking guys when it doesn't stop it yeah. just doesn't um but we have one man entering free agency he's not unfamiliar with it um but an absolute legend of the game a super bowl champion we have levante david joining us on the other side of the break here so great. on the el huddle podcast yeah stay with us You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, MJ, we've got what a great guest. <laughs> We're talking about if you are an offensive player, whether you're a running back, wide receiver, tight end, you want to stay away from this mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. He is the epitome, the definition of a perro macho, Ooh. what we talk about here on the El Huddle podcast. I know that's right. We're talking about a legend, someone who is synonymous with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. He's up there, in my opinion, with Derek Brooks, Warren yes. Sapp, at all. No question, a Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champion. Without further ado, let's bring in linebacker Levante David. What's up, Levante? 
Thank you. Thank you. That's a great introdu introduction, man. I like that. Yeah, we had to buddy you up. We had to buddy you up, Levante. You know, um, you, you, listen, you are right now in the midst of your off season. So, how does a typical off season look for you? Uh, right now, you know, um, early in my career, you know, uh, I get right to it. Uh, just go ahead and just start back training, right. just because you know, just as a young guy, you just missing football. You just want to do something football related. Maybe take a vacation here and there, but. Me right now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just finished year 12. I'm, wow. I'm going to chill for about a month or two. <laughs> Fair. I let my, yeah, let, let my body heal. But, you know, um, last week was my first week actually, you know, starting back working out. So right now I'm just kind of like back home in Miami, just um, getting back in the field of things, you know, just trying to figure out what my uh, plan is for the all season and stuff like that. But just enjoying time with family and, uh, you know, enjoying the great weather and just, you know, um, enjoying the fees of my labor, honestly. A hundred percent. Oh, that the part. Brian never stops. That part. But, you know, year 12, like that's, we hear it all the time. The average, and of course, Levante could never be categorized as average uh, in, in any scope. No. Um, but most players don't see a career with that kind of tenure and longevity, let alone the success that you've had and, and reaching the highest point in reaching a, a Super Bowl. So this is a, a new, um, new meaning to veteran days, right? You take that yeah, month. Yeah. You take that yeah. month or two because you know exactly what to do to get yourself right, back right, in right. there. Yeah. Um, but free agency approaching now, and, and you made it very clear that you want to retire a buck. So how have you mm -hmm. just been navigating in your mind sort of what could come um, and mm -hmm. what you see for the year ahead? Yeah, um, you know, um, this is my third time actually going to free agency. You know, and, uh, you know, the previous two times, obviously, I went back to the Bucks. Right. But, uh, you know, every, every offseason, you know, those past couple of years, everything was different. You know, um, the first time, you know, um, I was on a team to where, you know, we wanted to, uh, you know, kind of have, we had a chance to repeat, stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know, we had Tom as our quarterback, so there was always, you know, chances and things like that. And, uh, you know, this year, just more more about my legacy. You know, um, mm -hmm. obviously playing Tampa for 12 years, you know, not many people have done that. The likes of guys like Rondé Barber, Derrick Brooks, you know, guys like that. So um, I definitely, you know, would love to, you know, be in that same situation, but at the end of the day, you never know what happens. Sure. Um, uh, well, uh, what I say uh, is at this point in career, at my uh, the, this at this point in my career, I want to you know kind of do what's best for me. You know, and uh, what's most convenient for me. So um, whatever happens, happens. I'm just taking the by storm, man, and um, and going from there. Well, Todd Bowles had mentioned that two of his priorities are re-signing Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans, like yourself, an institution there in Tampa. How do their situations affect you, if at all, for free agency? Yeah. Uh, me personally, I don't, I don't think it does because, you know, at the if they want me back, they'll find a way to get me back. But, um, you know, uh, Mike Evans is my number one priority too. <laughs> you know, uh, just watching uh I, just me watching Mike grow, you know, over his career. He just finished year ten. I just remember him coming in as this tall, fat, chubby rookie at wide receiver. And just, just watch him, you know, develop until, you know, one of the greatest receivers to play the game. And just, just watching his growth off the field. It's amazing to see. And uh, you know, Mike is definitely deserving of whatever he asked for. That's in my opinion. And uh, after the season that Baker had, you know, um he definitely um deserve to, you know, get a long-term contract and be able to put himself ahead for his family and his future. So, um, you know, I'm sure those guys are really, uh, you know, great priorities. But, you know, just me, I'm just sitting back, you know, watching how everything unfold and then I'll go from there. Levante, you mentioned the word legacy earlier. Mm -hmm. And I think with mm -hmm. someone who has accomplished so much in their career and reached the highest point, what do you have left to accomplish in your mind that you have still you know there's obviously still so much gas in the tank for you and yeah. what do you want your legacy to be yeah i think uh right now it's just at the point where, like coming off the season i came off you know i kind of had a you know great year like i was back in my younger days mm -hmm. so uh that right there kind of gave me you know more motivation you know uh you know people telling me maybe i could go one or two more years and stuff mm. like that so uh, then you know, motivation really is just out there competing with the young guys you know right, uh, people right. who you know, get hyped up and stuff like that. So uh, just seeing if I can still, you know, play with those guys and move around with those guys. So I think that brings a, a lot of motiva motivation to it. But like you said, you know, uh, I just want to be, you know, remembered, you know, as a, 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 like when you talk about the position linebacker, I want my name to be brought up, 
you know, with some of the greats. And uh, that's just what I'm going for right now. You know, I always have a chip on my shoulder. But, you know, I think my drive and my love for the game keeps me going and keeps me, you know, yeah. ready to, you know, play at my highest level. So whenever that time ends to where, like, I don't think I can play at my, my highest level, then maybe I'll call it a day. Well, it's, it's apparent what you have given to the city and to the franchise, right? And with this past season, it was largely seen as one that was a rebuilding year mm -hmm. for the Bucks, And it yeah. was anything but right. because you guys ended up surprising everybody in a way to get to the playoffs where no one thought you would be. Describe what the ride was like going from, yeah. well, I don't know if this is going to happen to, hey, this yeah. is now happening. We have hit our stride and now we're going to the postseason. Yeah, I think, you know, starting the offseason, obviously when we lost Tom, that's when all the rumblings came about. You know, we know how much Tom meant to, you know, the game of football, not just our organization. So uh, just scrambling, trying to find a quarterback and we ended up getting Baker. And, you know, nobody, uh, the majority of our team from the Super Bowl team is, you know, still here. You know, the, the core pieces of those guys were still mm -hmm. on, uh, on the roster. Uh, guys who contributed big. And, um, you know, I think that played a huge part, their leadership, and then, you know, we did have a lot of young guys who kind of like bought in, you know, just trying to get their feel. You know, guys having to play right away, they kind of got their feel, and that 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 came kind of came up like for guys like me, Mike, you know, uh, some of the other veterans, Will Ghost, and things like that to, you know, kind of like be that leader that these guys need to get them on the same page and, get, and let them understand that you know we still got a chance to you know be great because at one point we was four and seven, and it's yeah, <laughs> crazy. I'm sure, Nobody had, you know, faith in us, you know, shoot. But um, I think Coach Bowles did a great job of just keeping everybody calm and understand that it's still a long, long season. And uh, our goals are still was attainable. And uh, we was able to do that. We went on, uh, I believe we won six out of the next uh, seven. Mm -hmm. So um, we was able to you know, win the division again. And, uh, you know, uh, going to the, um, in the wild card hot. Yeah, it was a cool, cool ride. Uh, it, you mentioned, you know, still running around with, with the young ones, right? Which is nuts at, what, 30, 34 now, Levante? Like, in yes. NFL years, everyone's like, it's a medical miracle. Yeah. 34 years. <laughs> like, child, we're just getting started. What are you talking about? But it's true. Um, Combine is, of course, um, this week. And I feel, and I'm sure you've assessed this and you watch the guys coming out of college, they're, they're built a little different nowadays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. what is, what is your assessment of just even, let's just focus on like the defensive players coming into the league mm -hmm. now, how they train the things that they can do, but also your advice to them, because those, yeah. those things still hold true. Like the NFL yeah. is just different. The, the yeah. uptick yeah. can't yeah. be quantified. Yeah. Yeah. When you say different, uh, I'm assuming you talk about mentally or even you know. physically, like some of the guys yeah, that come physically. in, I'm like, wait, at yeah. your size, you should not be running that yeah. fast or moving in oh, that yeah, manner. Sure. Like it's wild. Sure. But me but mentally, mentally too, too, though, yeah. mentally too. there's something yeah. we said about that, right? For sure. Yeah. Mentally, mentally too, mentally yeah. too, especially you know, with the NIL stuff mm. coming about. Mm -hmm. We were just you talking know, about this. Yep. Um, a lot of guys were kind of like used to having stuff handed to them, mm. but like when you're in the league, you know, you get the opportunity. And then you you mess it up. I don't think uh, people are not gonna hold your hand. They are gonna figure out like you can't get it done. The next guy up. So right. um, right. it just you know dealing with that battle coming in as a young guy, mm -hmm. and uh, you know me myself, you know just having some some rookies, you know to name, um, say um, Kalaja Kansi. You know uh, I knew yeah. Kalaja. He uh, went to the same high school as me. So you know him coming in, you know just dealing with the, the effects of being the first overall pick, and then. Yeah. You know, for him, you know, he started out, you know, the season injured, so he was having a hard time with that. So yeah. um, for me, just, you know, he's somebody who he's, he's familiar with and comfortable with, just kind of like uh, giving him a little advice, like, you know, it's a long season, man, you're going to get your opportunity. And then, um, you know, he did come on, he, he balled out. You know, he won defensive rookie of the month one time. So uh, I told him, you know, just, you know, just be patient. You know, uh, mm -hmm. you still got a little time. You know, you don't got to rush into nothing. And then um, we had another uh, young rookie, I'm playing, coming in and playing at uh, Nickel, uh, Izzy. So um, he was an undrafted free agent. So uh, he was one of those guys who I had to talk to a lot because, mm. you know, um, you know, playing in uh, Bowles defense is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so a lot of communication got to take place. And he was one of those young guys who had to communicate. So we had to force that on him. And uh, 
not really force it, but just like kind of like make them comfortable, make them comfortable, you know, just let them know like, hey, I'm, I'm counting on you right here. So that kind of like give them a little confidence and you know, those guys came on real. Yeah. Yaya Diaby, also another mm-hmm. great yeah, yeah. player who blossomed yeah, yeah. on the mm-hmm. defensive no unit. Um, we touched upon the, the combine. It's happening for you. What do you remember from that time yeah. when you had to be in your short shorts, your yeah. tank, and you're out there and you're running and you're answering questions? What do you remember about that time? Wait, were they still short shorts yeah. 12 years ago? Uh, Maybe. I, I don't know. Were they? Yeah. I guess. No. <laughs> no. The fashion has, has evolved. Yeah. These are this is when I came out. It was the big pants era. There, there, was the there you pants. go. Yes, yes. Yeah. There's a couple like yeah, shower yeah. curtains. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but uh, I remember my combine two days like it was like it was yesterday. You know, um, getting in and uh, going immediately to meetings. Yep. You know, um, then you gotta you know do all the testing, the drug testing, the the weight testing, the bench yep. testing, and uh, my whole thing was just my weight going into the combine. So I was kind of like, you know, stressed about that. So I was just like trying to drink in a lot of water. And then, you know, sometimes you barely eat and wake right. you up at four in the morning and you're getting right to it. So, um, and then I remember, uh, it was at one point in the combine, we was doing drills and, uh, I ended up having to throw up. So I ran to the bathroom and now when I go in the bathroom, I see somebody else in there. I'm like, dang, you too. So I kind of felt good. <laughs> So I kind of, I kind of felt good about it, but then um, after I got that out of my system, maybe it was nerves, I don't know, but maybe once I got that out of the system, out of my system, I was comfortable, I was able to relax and all. Yeah. I was there a coach that was in there with you at all, Avante, who was testing you Probably to not. seeing how you guys were <laughs> responding? I don't honestly, I don't remember who the coaches was. I just remember the players, man. Just, just that. I feel like you. I remember more of the players because you just working with guys who are all trying to, you know, mm-hmm. you know, reach the pinnacle, you know, and that's yeah. big in the NFL. And like, you're just looking around like, man, all us chasing our dreams. And that was a great thing to do for them. Yeah. Team bonding at a different level. I mean, oh, it could yeah. have been yeah. a lot of things. Sleep deprivation, nerves, yeah. physical let's, no. exhaustion. Let, let's go dry like heave into camp. the bathroom. Right, you know? dry, let's go. A good dry yeah. heave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> who is it? Is it a Josh Allen who throws up before every game? Does Josh? I, I don't what know. What are the, let, let me, let me, don't quote me. But I'm sure Levante probably knows some guys that. who do that before a game, right? Were they, uh, you know? I, 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 do, it, I, do, it, I do it sometimes. Wow. Yeah. Look. I try to eat like that. Yeah, I try to eat like a light meal before the game, but if I eat a heavy meal and I'm, you know, going out before the game and I feel, I feel it. So I just try to force myself to it. See, like, that's what I, th- like, how do you, because obviously you need fuel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for what you have to do, but then like you have to balance, yeah. it's too much. See, all of y'all are both <laughs> different. You're not regular human. Um, okay, we, we definitely want to hear more about the Levante Legends Foundation yeah. and what you guys are doing. Yeah, the Levante Legends Foundation, the foundation I came about. You know, I, I basically work. I basically work with uh, big brothers, big sisters for the majority mm-hmm. part of it. You know, I'm a national ambassador for big brothers, big sisters. So a lot of my funding to the foundation kind of like goes back to them. And um, you know, it's been going really well. It's been going really well. Um, and you know, I'm very, very proud of that, just because of the mentorship and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I always go back to you know when I was growing up. Um, I, I didn't really have you know a, a mentor to really like in my community where I could like lean on. And see people who were in my shoes now do that back then. So I just kind of like try to do that now, just because you know I know how impactful it would have been for me. Mm-hmm. And like over the years since I've been doing it, I see the the impact that it has on on the kids. So that's why I really appreciate it. You know, a lot of people still, you know, send me messages. And then when I do whole events, they tell me about how oh, this wow. kid I met uh, four or five years ago, you inspired him when he was in a bad place, and now he's just going to college doing this and that. So when I hear stuff like that. All it does is driving me and motivating me to continue doing what I'm doing. So, you know, I'm definitely, you know, grateful for Big Brothers Big Sisters and, you know, my team for helping me start the foundation. So it's definitely uh, something that I want to continue to do, you know, throughout, even after football. I mean, you've done so much good work in the community. And even on IG, you acknowledged it when you got your degree from Mm -hmm. Nebraska. You said Mm -hmm. something to the effect that you want to make your mom proud, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. also that your younger self would be proud of your older self. Yeah. And that seems to be something that drives you in everything that you do. Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, 
going to my mom part, you know, it was something that I always promised her to be the first in my family to actually graduate, you know, for I think the first in generations to actually graduate from college. Wow. It was something that I, that I wanted to do uh, really bad. You know, I, I left school early, but I did promise her that I was going to go back and get it. And it just so happened I was able to do it on Mother's Day. So uh, that was a, amazing, an amazing feeling. And then, you know, when I say, you know, my younger self being proud of my older self, it's just like I never thought I would be in this position. You know, right. I grew up in Miami and, uh, you know, I just had a whole bunch of stuff going on around me. So I could have easily veered off and went to the wrong path. Sure. But, you know, just having my parents and my family there to, you know, keep me disciplined, keep me on the right track and focus on the main thing. I was able to, you know, accomplish what I want, what I need to accomplish, not only for me, but also for my family. Um, you know, we, good dude. we had Such um, a good dude. Somewhere, someone else who shares that connection with you with big brothers, big sisters, um, Rashad White. He was yeah, on sure. El Huddle um, while we were at Super Bowl at Radio Row, and he had his yeah. big with him there. Um, yeah. So it's like incredible to see that those yeah. relationships um, and, and that mentorship really carries on well into your adulthood. And now he, you know, he's yeah. mentoring someone um, and it's just incredible what the organization does. So I love that you're still he, he, he basically explained the same thing like you're saying. Once you're yeah. in that family, there's no right. way that you can detach. Right. Like it just stays right. with you for your whole life. Yeah. You just see all the good things that it does for the community and for the people. So you just want to be a yeah. part of, you know, when I found out Rashad was a bit, mm -hmm. a little, you know, when he came out, yeah. I, I reached out to him immediately. And uh, every time I do an event, I make sure he's there just to have a, a right. good example for the kid. I love that. Um, before I let you go, my fellow Miami and what high school did you go to again? Remind me. Miami Northwest and home of the Bulls, baby. Let me tell you something about Miami Northwestern boys. I went to Sunset High School and our football team, God bless them, they were not great. We had like the soccer and the baseball down. We just get trounced football was all the terrible, time. But Miami Northwestern was just one of the, still to this day, one of those yeah. high school that yeah. pumps out top tier NFL talent. Yeah. So I wanted you to say it. I wanted you to shout out yeah. Miami Northwest yeah. in there for you know, you, you know I ain't going to be shy about it. I'm going to shout it out whenever. Never that, never that. Levante, thank you so much. It's been Levante, great this hanging with incredible. you. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you oh. so much for joining us on the podcast. Good luck to you. I hope that things work out between you and the Bucks. But if that doesn't, we are going to be rooting for you wherever regardless. you yep. land, regardless. You're just yep. a good dude, gentle giant, and we totally support you, man. So thank you again for being on here. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for having me. God bless. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Bienvenidos de nuevo. Nuestra gente, this is the El Huddle Podcast. You just heard Levante David. I swear to you, I have a man crush on Levante David, right? He's this gentle giant. I mean, giant. he's from Miami. So. Yeah, well, of course. That's and a cool people. You, you gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta roll with the girl for sure. No, he's um, great. He's great. Yeah, and I, I do hope that somehow the box figure out something yeah. to bring him back because mm-hmm. he has meant so much, as we mentioned to him, you know, to that community and to that franchise. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting going into the mental aspect of it when we talked about some of these yeah. young bucks entering the mm-hmm. NFL because mm-hmm. that was the first place that he thought of. Yeah. And and we were t- just talking about that with Moments the NIL, the, yeah. the NIL money, mm-hmm. and how that could potentially affect these these yeah. players who are coming out, mm-hmm. right? And how they've now received money at a certain age and they're getting all the the you know trappings of it Tra- oh trappings trappings right yeah 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 um uh, i just think that uh, look there's a lot to be said and i know like we we try to dump on gen z a lot they, they accomplish a lot and i, I, I think, don't i don't want to though i don't want to no, be but it's not old that. man my, yelling my point uh, get off my lawn no cloud, it's you know? not a get off my lawn moment i think it's but but, just, I th- but people do that though swear right um Present company included. I'm not going to lie <laughs> to you guys. My whole thing is they tend to be, and I can't speak, it's not a monolith, right? So I yeah. don't want to speak. put everybody in the same bowl. But I think that what we see from certain athletes who have maybe experienced some success with NIL, as they should, like, some. I love that they have 100%. this opportunity to make this money, to be able to provide for themselves, for their family. I think it's fantastic. But I think when you don't also have the greater long game in place, you can get caught up in the sauce, yeah, right? So yeah. like all of it is very fleeting. It's very fair. Very, very fleeting. And like things can go like this. So when you're already seeing this kind of success, some folks can get too caught up in it and not really realize that all of it can be gone in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and you still need to make it to the league to continue to get these deals and to really make the kind of money that you've been working towards and to reach the pinnacle of your career that you've been working towards probably their whole lives. A lot of these guys started playing in Pop Warner and flag football like right, when they were right. little kids, right? Their whole lives have been dedicated to football. Um, so I think it's important and I hope that most of them have a good team around them, a good base behind them to know like, hey, let's let's invest. Let's focus on like the mental aspect of you getting into the league. Physically, are you prepared? And most of them are, right? Mm-hmm. But um, they're also coming in a generation that's very overstimulated. They're more visible to us than ever before also with true. social media and with these partnerships. So it's a lot more to handle. It, it, it's like you know? we were saying, it's a lot though, more like to balance for them. El deseo, la gana, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Necesitas la gana. Uh-huh. And I feel like desire is not something that you can teach. Mm. And mm-hmm. you got to have it within you. I guess it's possible to develop it, but you you, you have to develop it. You got to be hungry. Yeah, always. you got to yeah. you got to be hungry, yeah. and that's always the thing for me. We're always and we've been in this business where it's like yeah. you know somebody who's an intern that they are eager, and you just know you within know the thirty ones that seconds. Have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. habit, and and yep. here we are in this situation where there's a bunch of talent evaluators who are seeing these young men come into these situations yeah. and they have to play alongside, you know, perro machos, like we were talking about mm-hmm. with Levante David and th- those guys, that's their livelihood. Yep. Right. Yep. And these guys can't be jerking them around Mm-mm. or jerking their teammates around. No, no. Um, it's, it sort of goes back to that phrase we've said a bajillion times, hard work beats talent. Yeah. Talent doesn't work hard, especially in the NFL. Yeah. You will get humbled immediately yeah very very quickly so i I root for all of them and i again they're a more overstimulated generation than ever before um and i always pray that they have the right people around them because i think that that makes a huge difference now some people are just not some people are just jerks (laughs) like let's just be yeah yeah let's just be real any era like that also (laughs) that also right in any generation um you can't fix that always but i think for the most part and just in being able to speak with some of the draftees, like they are hungry and mm-hmm. they do want to be here and they have worked so hard for this for their entire lives. And they have entire families, some of them, entire communities behind them. That's that, right. That are yeah. waiting for this success. So um, I, I love the combine because you get to see the the 
See, I love this conversation though. Yeah. This is like, a, like this is and then a draft night thing. comes. I cry every draft, as they do too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here for the tears. I'm like Auntie MJ, like ah, it's all life just. <laughs> are changed. you an ugly crier though, or are you? Um, not at draft. I'm a oh, <laughs> crier, but I I am, depending on the movie I'm watching, full sob. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, so. I don't think there's sobbing in Chicago, but there's definitely a lot Ooh. of intrigue, let's just Ooh. say. And we were talking about the this generation of of player where mm -hmm. now if you unfollow a team, your own particular team, it makes This is what I'm talking about with social news, media, man. Right? So and this happened with Justin Fields. Also, who thinks to check that? People with too much time. Everything looking for is intentional. <laughs> Nothing is. Okay, there you go. You. That's that's it. Mm -hmm. So 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 here's Justin Fields. He was he was defending himself. He was saying that you know, um, hey, you guys are reading too much into it, right. and and he said that on a podcast. Well, of course, Ryan Poles, the general mm -hmm. manager, he had to be in that scrum, at the combine, you know, right. at the mm -hmm. combine to talk to everybody on Tuesday and that was by design just to have him do all the one-on-ones or everything mm -hmm. that he has to do because everybody was asking him the same question. What are you going to right. do right. with that first overall pick? And this is what he had told reporters. I will say this. Um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do. If we go down that road, um, I want to be right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. He is so sick of answering that question. <laughs> yeah, but buddy, that's sure, but what's going to happen. Job. He yeah, has to. Sure. And, and listen, they're open for business. Personally, I just don't think that they've gotten the deal that they've wanted. Right. You know, and I I personally think that they are going to draft Caleb Williams, <gasps> in my own personal oh opinion. It's God. not a personal diss on Justin Fields. I mean, there are reports linking him, again, reports linking him to Atlanta. Hmm. So is that the route that they want to go? I, I don't know. Well, here's the thing is that they're going to ask for a King's ransom. They will. As they should. Yes. For that pick because everyone's chasing Caleb. Yeah. Especially the teams that really, really need a quarterback. So um, they have a huge position of power mm -hmm. in this instance um, and they know it. Um, I think it didn't. And that's the other wrinkle, right, to all of it. It's like the whole social media drama, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. You know, it adds it adds to the storyline, which is great for us. Um, but, it, you know, he did a, he did a great job answering, uh, answering that question. Um, and I'm sure he's, ha you know, at this point he can recite it in his sleep because everybody's asking um, about what they're going to do with the one, number one. You don't want to live pick. in the gray. You don't, right. No, no, you know, we're going to check all options, see what's presented to us. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> he's not lying. No, he's not lying. No, he's not. But who is willing and can actually afford to give them what what they want, what they want, yeah. and what that pick is worth yeah. to them? So, oh, it, it, oh, is man. is it Atlanta? Could they be the ones? That would make the most. I, I feel like they're in one of the bigger positions of a need mm -hmm. for sure. New a new coach there in Raheem mm -hmm. Morris. Mm -hmm. uh, he also addressed reporters, kind of looking. At the um, you know future and what the outlook is for next season, but they also need a lot of other things too. So you can't just they do. give up everything to just get the. But, but, I mean, but arguably, you need the quarterback, not, no question. Yeah. Yes, and we love Desmond, we do. But yeah. like, it just it is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, oh man, I could not be a GM. Well, well, let, let let's hear let's hear from Raheem. I, I want to mm -hmm. see what he has to say, if at all. If at all. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. I'm not afraid to say that we have the ability and we're capable to go out there and win next year. If we do some of the right things, some of the right moves, we can do that. And that's not an arrogance. That's not a confidence. That's not a cockiness. That is more of a credit to the people that were in the building with me still and some of the people that are not there now and what they've been able to do. You know, if we had better quarterback play last year in Atlanta, I might not be standing here. Okay, come on. Okay. That's a truth bomb right that there. That was correct. Okay, so Desmond, sorry. <laughs> Basically, that's <laughs> what he's saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. Free Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what I got to say. Um, they've got talent there on that offensive end. Bijan sure. Robinson yeah. was incredible. No question. Um, no question. You know, Drake London. 
you know, so so for them, they they are a team that that I, I want to see what they end up doing here. It's gonna be very curious. Yeah, very very curious. But how how much wiggle room do they have to? I mean, free agency will will tell a lot about it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that starts to put like the writing on the wall. Okay, we acquired this in free agency. These are the moves that we made. Who did we go after aggressively? Um, to see that sort of paints the path of like, okay, what are the pieces left for them to fill now through mm-hmm. the draft? Mm-hmm. Um, I love this game. I do too. I love I these love combos. I love this game. Yeah. It's been interesting. Uh, you mentioned Kirk Cousins earlier because yeah. now he's on the up and up. And I've, I've heard a couple people saying that he's like the best free agent quarterback um, or the, the best available one out there. Um, so Kevin O'Connell was on the mic talking about Kirky. Oh. And what they want to do. They have a Kirko Chains. Kirko Chains. The thing about free agency itself is this is not Kirk's first time in free agency. Uh, Kirk Cousins knows how I feel about him. Uh, I've held no secrets there. Uh, he knows how the Minnesota Vikings feel about him. I believe Kirk wants to be a Viking. Um, and we're going to work uh, to try to make that uh, the outcome. Well, that's got to be the okay, outcome. Well, nice. And and Justin Jefferson signing a mega deal. Oh, like, that that's part. a no-brainer. Yes, yes, that yes, has yes. to happen. Mm-hmm, and he ex- mm-hmm. expressed interest in having uh, you know, Kirk Cousins back as as the the yeah. as the QB. So, yeah. I, I mean, makes, makes sense, sense there for yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the very nice Vikings best. You thought it was clean. Very clean, subtle. <laughs> But team forward, that's cute. Yeah, yeah, you like it. I don't I think that, you know what at on on um earlier this week at the combine, I saw quite a few like GMs and coaches. I was like, wait a second, this like is not available on out. the NFL shop. Yeah, <laughs> are these custom joints? Because I volunteer as tribute, I would like some of these. Uh, yeah, it's very clean. I like that. I like that. We're going more subtle, um, in tone, um, in terms of our gear. Uh, but you know that I mean that sounds great for Kirk. He's mm-hmm. been there. He's he's done a lot for that team, and I I know he gets a lot of slack. Um, but they love him over there as, as evidenced by, by coach. So, um, well, I guess this takes us to our Ipunto. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what my Punto is, uh, Nicole Hartman, he was also on a podcast and talked about Aaron Rodgers, his experience with the jets. Then Thomas Morstead, the punter then came out and said, Hey, you got to earn everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much put Nicole Hartman on blast. Yeah. So I think this is this is I know the season for hand size and such and leaked yeah. information, but I think there's also part of these beefs that uh, maybe will start to to bubble a little bit. Who knew? Thomas Moore said that's a weird one, right? Not it was not on my bingo card. <laughs> not on mine not either. On my bingo card, except, <laughs> so my punto is, is giving more beefs though. More, anyway, there will be w- whether they're random or not. I love that. It's so weird, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, cool. Go off, Kings. Do your thing. Uh, my punto was um, earlier this week at the Combine. I got to moderate the um, panel with the 12 full-time female coaches in so the NFL, cool. which is the most the NFL has ever had. It's the most uh, full-time female coaches of any major league sport. It's unbelievable. Um, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. The NFL for, uh, Women's Forum started eight years ago by the amazing Sam Rappaport over at the league office. Um, and I've been able to play a small slice in it, uh, moderating these panels every year. They host 40 participants who are in the collegiate level at this point who want to find that pathway, that pipeline to get these jobs. So like I was sitting up on the stage with women who were sitting in the audience just the year before proof of concept and proof to power of, of just how it works. Um, and to see the coaches really buy in, uh, Ron Rivera, of course, who has been full participant, he was one of the first um, to do it in the league. Uh, John Harbaugh came through. Mm-hmm. Um, our buddy D'Amico Ryans was there. Todd Bowles was there. Yeah. Uh, Dayball was there. You know, they all come through as they can throughout the combine, and it just shows that they know the talent is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and these women have done a tremendous job, and it, it just it just shows how important it is for them to be there. I mean, no one would have thought are. that would have been remotely possible right? 10 years ago, no. five years ago. right? And... It just goes to show you, and this is why the NFL is trying to go global and having yep. games in Brazil, Spain, mm-hmm, et cetera. Mm-hmm. If, the, if you are talented, they will find you. Yes. Uh, they just need the opportunities. And it's just great mm-hmm. to see that 
they're doing what they can to extend those opportunities and find yeah. and recognize the talent. Yeah. And they're in all sorts. They're in ops. They're in coaching. They're in mm -hmm. recruiting. They're in analytics. They're, there are some legal experts there as well. And, and it's just, I was like, man, I want to go to law school. Yeah. <laughs> Commissioner Goodell was like, MJ, don't do that to yourself. I was like, you're <laughs> right. I ain't going to law school, Roger. You know, that's right. I'm going to say right here. Um, but it was, it, it's just really cool. It's a very empowering moment. And it shows, you know, the, the slogan has always was typically, the future of the NFL. And this year was really poignant to see them. They left that up there, but they crossed it out mm -hmm. and then put the future is now. Love it. And we had all 12 women up on the stage, which Sam said she got pushed back like, oh, it's too many people on stage. And she's like, they need to see it. Yeah. They need to see it to understand the power. That well, it's, it it's, it's a it's yeah. a visible, tangible, yes. tangible thing. thing. You like, know? It is available. To yeah. Me, yeah. You know, which is huge. So shout out to Sam and everybody at the league. Office shout out to like, you. Oh, I'm glad oh that God, you're no, there I'm, moderating those I'm sorts of things and being in the middle of it. Literally, I'm just like, uh, well, you guys be my friend. <laughs> I want to be like them when I grow up. Like, they're so, so cool. It is tremendous um and i'm i'm never surprised but always so impressed with yeah. with everything that there's going on so that's my punto shout out shout out to them i love it Women of i the NFL. absolutely love it and yeah. shout out to all of you who are listening to the el Auto podcast remember to download subscribe like the whole thing uh primer mana the riot is continuing let's keep doing this yeah we love it we will see you guys soon and trust We'll have more for you throughout the quote unquote not off season. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you guys. Adios. Adios. In Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.